Hey everybody, Nick Espinoza, your chief security fanatic here. And in AI legal news, and we got to talk about it, basically we kind of need better and more clear copyright laws here in the United States because quite frankly, technology is starting to outpace this stuff. Now the backdrop for this is actually coming from Emma Roth of The Verge, who had a really good write-up on what is going on in the latest round of copyright infringement, thanks to OpenAI and, and other large language models. The New York Times now is suing both OpenAI and Microsoft, who uses OpenAI's uh, LLM technology for their Bing. Basically, they're being sued for copyright infringement, and the New York Times is claiming that the two companies built their AI models by, quote, copying and using millions of the publication's articles and now directly compete, end quote, with basically their content. So in other words, the New York Times has generated a huge amount of content, the artificial intelligence has learned about this, and now the artificial intelligence can compete against that which it learned from. Now, as outlined in this lawsuit, the New York Times is alleging that both OpenAI and Microsoft's large language models, or LLMs, which are basically powered by ChatGPT and Copilot, that's on the Microsoft side, quote, can generate output that recites Times content verbatim, closely summarizes it, and mimics its expressive style, end quote. Quote, this undermines and damages, end quote, the Times relationship with readers, and that's basically according to their allegations. It also is depriving it of, quote, subscription, licensing, advertising, and affiliate revenue, end quote. And so if you are getting, let's say, your news from essentially, uh, let's say, ChatGPT and all of that, although that's not obviously live, ChatGPT is canned, but if you're going to Microsoft and getting that through Copilot, it could possibly give you, let's say, the latest news in the style or writing style of the New York Times. Now, the complaint also alleges that uh, essentially the AI models, quote, threaten high-quality journalism, end quote, by hurting the ability of news outlets to protect and monetize the content. Now, the lawsuit states directly, and I quote, Though Microsoft's Bing Chat recently rebranded as Copilot and OpenAI's ChatGPT, defendants seek to free ride on the Times' massive investment in its journalism by using it to build substitutive products without permission or payment, end quote. So in other words, OpenAI, Microsoft, etc. can essentially build something that can write in that style, that can deliver content and information. So why would I go pay... 20 bucks a month to the New York Times or, you know, whatever it is that they charge. Now, on top of this, <clears throat> the release of AI models trained on the Times content have proven, quote, extremely lucrative, end quote, for both Microsoft and OpenAI. That's according to the lawsuit. The publication also claims that it has attempted to negotiate with both companies for months to, quote, ensure it received fair value for the use of its content, end quote, but they were unable to reach a solution. Neither OpenAI or Microsoft responded to The Verge for comment. Now, the publication is suing both companies for copyright infringement, obviously, but they're asking for billions of dollars in statutory and actual damages for allegedly copying their works. It's also asking the court to prevent OpenAI and Microsoft from training their AI models using its content, as well as remove the New York Times' work from the company's data sets. Now, this is not the first copyright infringement we've seen. Uh, you know, famous notable people, Sarah Silverman, the comedian, for example, off the top of my head, George R.R. R. Martin, a uh, writer of the Game of Thrones books, and all of that have gone basically and, and sued for copyright infringement as well. Basically, uh, OpenAI ingested all of this into ChatGPT so it could learn, and then by virtue of that, 
it could create style. And we've actually seen people go to the chat GPTs of the world and say, hey, create the next book, you know, for Game of Thrones, given what you know about the first seven books or six books or however many long it is. I'm not 100% sure. I haven't read them. But that's what we're talking about here. Now, we've also seen, for the record, artificial intelligence in newsrooms, uh, especially local newsrooms across the entire nation. Almost nobody is physically going and reporting on sports scores anymore, uh, you know, at that local high school football game or anything like that. The artificial intelligence is doing the quick write-up instantly for the newspaper that just publishes and sends it out. So there is room here to have an artificial intelligence pick up that kind of slack and do kind of that grunt work on the writing. But when you're talking about opinion pieces... When you're talking about, let's say, deep analysis of, you know, something like an ongoing conflict like Russia and Ukraine or Israel and Hamas, et cetera, et cetera, if you start injecting artificial intelligence into that, obviously the fear is, one, they're going to replicate original work done by original authors working for the New York Times or any other publication, but they may also hallucinate things, as we have seen consistently. I've written articles on this where essentially the AI, in this case ChatGPT, as I was talking to it, tried to anticipate what it thought I wanted to hear from it and gave me an answer that I, I didn't want. Uh, you know, others uh, have basically seen just false information get pumped out there. Uh, look at uh, the lawsuit, or excuse me, the, the attorney in Texas that asked it to cite multiple cases. It gave it six cases that didn't exist in the law. And so the court had to come down like a ton of bricks. Like, why are you submitting false evidence to my court? He had to explain. He thought ChatGPT was just some fancy Google. And now you've got to sign a waiver if you're an attorney in Texas federal court saying you didn't use an AI, or if you did, it got fact-checked by a human, thus making the human liable. So, so we are not basically going to see the end of this. And I think what this really comes down to <clears throat> is how U.S. law, and for the record, most law around the world, tends to be behind the development of technology. And with the explosion of large language models over the last year, what we really need is a clear and concise understanding of what is and is not copyright infringement. Meaning you or I can go right now and go read a New York Times article, and let's say New York Times gives you five free articles for the month or something like that before they put it behind a paywall and you've got to read, well, what's stopping me from picking up their style or replicating what they're saying or, or doing anything like that? You know, and, and obviously I can't do it as fast enough or as wide enough as an artificial intelligence. No human possibly could, <clears throat> but that all already exists right now. And it would be very easy for, let's say, the New York Times to sue me if I were to rip them off in some way, shape, or form. If I were to, let's say, uh, use that style, plagiarize them completely without giving them any kind of credit. But when an artificial intelligence does it, there's not really a human behind it, even though the humans are training it as it's coming up and it's attempting to make its own decision. So this is something we're going to have to just keep an eye on. But I think we really need to codify this. Now, the EU just came out with the Artificial Intelligence Act, and that is more on usage uh, in terms of, you know, low to high risk artificial intelligences, meaning can this be used for disinformation? Does law enforcement need it, et cetera, et cetera. But when we come down to actual ownership of intellectual property and how that intellectual property is spread through the world, I can go download probably and possibly illegally free copies of Sarah Silverman's book or the Game of Thrones uh, books as well. So we have to have, I think, a rein on this. And I think this needs to be clarified. But until governments catch up, I think we're going to see more lawsuits like this. And I don't think that's a good thing, only in the sense that we need true clarification. 
And even if this went up to, let's say, the United States Supreme Court, they're going to adjudicate this, but without actually codifying a law and a framework that, that covers all possible aspects, that U.S. Supreme Court ruling or any high court ruling around the world may be circumvented due to a different training method that does something similar, but not quite to that letter of the law. So this needs to be comprehensive. We're going to see where this goes. And that is your AI News of the Week. And please like, share, follow me here on Facebook and Twitter at Nick AESP. And please feel free to subscribe to me at YouTube as well. And as always, stay safe, stay online, and please attempt to stay private. Thanks, everybody.